Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, play them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. It is 8-12, August 12th, or is it August 13th? For two of us, it's August 12th, but one of us, I think he's in the future. Uh, I'm joined here by Uncle Al, and on the phone, all the way from goddamn Saipan, Jeremy Sager. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing, man. What's good in the hood in Louisiana? It's hot out here, man. What's the temperature like over there? Let's, we're, we're both grown adults. Let's talk some weather. Uh, every single day, it's uh, about 85 degrees and sunny, and uh, we get a little bit of rain every day, but that's the cool thing about Saipan is on the um, Guinness Book World Records, we hold the most consistent weather temperature-wise out of anywhere in the world. Great stat. Every day, it's... Every day it's between, like, I think it's 82 and 86 degrees. Ne- never have to check the weather report. Do you always nah. wear shorts then, or do they actually fabricate pants on this island? No, nah, I always wear shorts, but at work I wear pants. So you don't always yeah, wear shorts. Yeah, I don't always wear shorts, but uh, <laughs> I would like to always wear shorts. Here, here, Dilly dilly, as Craig, rest in peace, loves to say. So if it's always 82 to 86, are the zip-off khakis very popular there? I know you probably had a run with those between 5th and 6th grade. What the fuck are you doing in the background? You got a squirrel loose inside pan, bro? What are you talking about? You can have a fucking bunch of background noise. It sounds like you're uh, you're moving dishes and shit around there, Sager. No, I wasn't moving dishes. I was just closing the door. <laughs> a lot of static. Yeah, I guess they, is it better? They, they don't have heaters there if it's always between 82 and 85. Yeah, is it always sunny in Saipan? Yeah, except there's rain, ding dong. <laughs> All right. Spot the lie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, usually it rains a little, at least a little bit every day. I mean, it's a tropical island, so you get that little, you know, just same, same kind of stuff in Louisiana. You have some pop-up storms that come up. But, uh... This has been a uh, hot territory for, uh, they're not hurricanes here, they are uh, typhoons. So uh, <laughs> we are we uh, had a typhoon that just barely missed us. It hit us as a tropical storm, but uh, it ended up turning into a uh, super typhoon, which I think uh, slammed, unfortunately it slammed South Korea, not North Korea. Hold on, Sega, real quick. Okay, so we're back. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Sorry. Sage was rambling about well, the weather. It was old man yelling at a cloud over here. Oh, it was the old man like you asking him. You wanted to have an old man conversation. It was mostly a joke, and then the you weather. took that joke ball and fucking ran to pay dirt with it. Hey, when you got it, you got it. Trying to give out some stats. But Harley, I got a question. So you just got a call from, I'm assuming it's the wife. And you sound like a real busy man. So did you pull out a little notepad from your back pocket? And write a pen and write down your schedule for tomorrow. <laughs> that's what old people do. I mean, we're sophisticated. No. You have to write stuff down. Uh, no, I took some uh, took some mental notes. There, it was relatively easy. It's some pills that I'm giving to my new dog. Another one. Another one. Well, let's call this one DJ Khaled, since you're always naming him after people. 
It's fucking another one. No, it's it's called Olive Garden. You named your you named your next dog Olive Garden? No, her name was already Olive. Anyway, that's a terrible name. Change it. (laughs) All right, we we can get to anyway. I gotta give her some different medication. I gotta take her to the vet tomorrow. So his dog is all he he just got this dog and it's already has health problems. The show curse (laughs) continues. No, no, we bought it. We 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 bought we adopted it with health problems. I think y'all need to come up with about four names and put it on your Twitter, and Ooh. most votes wins the name. Naming, I like it. Naming rights. Yeah, it's a naming contest. All right, we'll jot that one down. Because Olive is going to be – you can put Olive on there, <laughs> zero votes, yeah, tell you that. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that. I, 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 Olive's got some decent shortenings. You call her Ollie, Liv. I mean, that could be worse. Could be worse. What do you mean it could be worse? It's not like I'm calling my dog Eric. Could be Raisin. (laughs) Raisin's worse than Olive, dude. (laughs) Put it in the (laughs) bowl. All right, so. Well, Sager, how'd you get to fucking Saipan? We may have touched this on other podcasts, but we got a lot of viewers (laughs) that listen from episode to episode, so they skip around. What made you move to Saipan? Well, my girlfriend, uh, who's originally from Missouri, got a job out here originally uh, as a professor at the college here in Saipan. Speaking uh, of yeah, sophistication. They, yeah. Surprisingly, they have a college all the way out here. But um, <laughs> they uh, So she got a job out here in, uh, when was it? I think it was in August of last year. And uh, at that time, I was, I, I was done with Waffle House and didn't have any kind of, I was working for my dad for a little while and didn't have anything lined up, and I was thinking to myself, well, what the hell? Why not move to an island in the Pacific Ocean for some time? So uh, I just did a bunch of uh, applying and then finally got in touch with uh, the company that I work for and interviewed with them, and here I am. Quite the opportunity I, chance you had there, Jeremy, and, and you took that. <laughs> you have to take opportunity chances and go after them. So, Jer- so uh, yeah, I've been out, I've been moved out here since uh, March. How long you uh? How long's your tour? Uh, I'm here for at least four years. Damn, is that because that's yep. how long she's here, or that's something like you worked out? Are you under contract? I'm under contract for four years. Uh, she's here for at least two years, but she said she'll uh, extend her contract until the time I leave. So she has a player option on her contract. Yeah. yeah, she has a player option after her second year, and then uh, after that, it is the uh, it's the company's option for the next two years. And then after that, they could maybe franchise her. Yeah, they might franchise her, put a franchise tag year to year, which is what I'm expecting. They try <laughs> to pull the Drew Brees on her. The Kirk Cousins? <laughs> the Kirk Cousins. So what's this university name? Is this, a steam- is this accredited, or is it like DeVry? No, it's uh, it's called NMC, which is Northern Marianas College. Um, <laughs> See, I assumed he was going to go with Trump University right there. I, I was sure thought it was going to be that Trump shut University. That shut down. Uh, yeah, but that makes good sense. You're moving in all the way to the Pacific Ocean. North Marianas? Northern Marianas Islands. That's the name of the island chain that, I'm, that I technically live in. And uh, the whole chain is the U.S. territory. And like Guam, for instance, is the very southern island. 
What's the gym so, situation like, out there? <laughs> the gym situation? I don't know. I haven't stepped in the gym uh, about probably a year or so. Only exercise you get is bending down to crank a hoon? Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, though. I haven't been cranking no hoons, but I hear that you have become addicted to cigarettes. That's just a gimmick that Shanker's trying to push. It's not very good. <clears throat> I, I, don't know. I saw the snap. I saw Snapchat, dude. You had two packs of American Spirits. When you have a purse and you have a spot in the purse for a cig, you know, you put it in there just for the gimmick. Dude, and that's where you have it wrong. That's where you have it wrong. Y'all just finished the Fred Dress run yesterday, right? That is correct. You got to find a little pocket. That way your the cig box stands out in the red dress. Don't hide it, dude. Be proud of the cig addiction. <laughs> But pretty much the main reason why I did quit smoking out here is because uh, cigarettes are about $10 a pack. Yeah, I was about to say, how expensive are they? That will, w- once they get around that thing, all the people in hostels just roll their own. You don't, I mean, you, your fingers are gigantic. You don't have the dexterity for uh, rolling your own like Rainbow Jeremy? No, I've never had the, uh, the what's, I guess, the... Uh, dexterity. The dexterity, sure. I just never I, doing small, minor things with my hands is a no go. I've gotten my finger stuck in a park bench before. <laughs> How'd you get them out? That's no park bench. That's my ex-wife. <clears throat> That's my ex-wife, you son bitch. Uh, what park? No, I, I ended up what park did you finger uh, a bench in? That's definitely a fridgey park. This this is in Heritage Park, uh, probably about. Uh, Eight to ten years ago, I'd have to say. Was this was this with the chick or was this during softball playoffs? <laughs> no, this is with the chick. I probably got done finger banging her uh, at the park. The bench was and a her. The well, the bench was an afterthought. <laughs> Wait, so you and, had a threesome? Uh, you will park benching a girl? Hey, ma'am. Scratch that off the list. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of uh, speaking of Park Sager, um, I know you you were a big softball guy, and uh, uh-huh. I'm in my uh, softball championship on Tuesday. Any uh, any tips? Well, yeah. First off, where are you batting in the lineup? <laughs> Normally about sixth. Six, okay. Uh, so whenever you probably come up in the first inning, if I would have to say, you probably have a couple of guys on base normally, right? If we're cooking, yeah. So the wrong thing that people do all the time is they just try to pull to left field. That's the fate. That's that's not what you do. You always got to – whenever the pitch is coming, you got to take a little step back and angle yourself to right sit right field and go backside with it. But, Jeremy, what if what if I can just take any hit I can get, you know? Maybe I'm not as good as batter as you. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about statistical information here. You will statistically have more hits to right field than you would have left because who do they always put in right field? The worst player. people like Harley. The yeah, people like Harley, the worst fucking players out there that look like a retard. When whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on, Sager, <laughs> Sager. If I was if rank the in these three positions of which one's the shittiest? You catcher, second base, right field. Uh, second base should normally be pretty good, actually. Um. Right field is uh, the weakest player on the team. Catcher is usually just the drunkest person on the team. 
So um, if I normally play second base, I'm probably not the worst fielder of the team. Yeah, second base isn't horrible because in softball there should be somewhat decent amount of uh, decent amount of double play opportunities. There is. It depends. It depends if you have to get third base and shortstop. So, so Jeremy, one of the things that uh, I have we have issues with when we're uh, when we're playing is people like to go for the long ball, and the field's a little short. So there's only uh, you can only get three home runs before you get outs. Have you ever come across this rule? Yeah, uh, the the home run rule is I think really good actually in softball because you have a lot of these bullshit. Got no that chicks dig really the long out. ball. And they're yeah, trying to outrule it. These... They're trying to make less chicks in the stands. I disagree. Yeah, but you got all these fucking fud puckers, and all they do is fucking lift Hayes and Bale and do nothing but hit home runs all day. So, Harley, you mean to tell you what to do? A great defense in order to – say you come up against a team that you know doesn't hit a lot of home runs. You do a five-man infield on them, and you get your best you, – say you have third-base shortstop, and then you put a guy pretty much right up the middle – and then your shortstop, I mean, then second base and first base, you only play three guys in the outfield. And what that does is that'll force the team to try to hit, to try to hit the ball out. And all they'll do is just hit pop-ups the whole time to your oh. outfield, and they'll get it. Interesting. Now, the last question, because I don't want to get this too much softball specific, but what 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 uh, batting average is a is a decent softball player batting in, in beer league? Damn boy, Jeff Hall and the fuck WSL hit probably damn near about nine hundred. Yeah, hit but ball real fucking good. Yeah, but with somebody like an like more like our level, like amateurs, we don't go around playing tournaments on the weekend. Dude, you're not on the same level as Sager. All he's got Sager right. metrics, not Saber metrics. Sager metrics. He knows what he's doing. Harley, what's your average? If you had a guess, uh, it's like five forty-five. <laughs> Ooh, that. It's a bad stick. Bad <laughs> stick. <laughs> Boy, you got to be in like the seven hundreds. Yeah, but we we got some fielders out there, man. I can tell you, I had a couple dingers, and uh, man, I this fucking goddamn right fielder could catch. He made some hell of plays on some line drives. It must have been some little bloopers. They weren't line drives. Nah, right dude, I smoked it, bro. That's I smoked it. So, so you hit him the right field, so you go backside. No, no, I'm, backside. I'm, I'm lefty. Oh, you're lefty? Yeah, I'm like Titch okay. Mickelson. So he can pull well, it then. Well, that, yeah, well that's, well, that's the reason why your batting average should be more in the 800s, because you're hitting to the <laughs> shittiest person on the team. Well, no, they rotate the good people when they see a lefty up. Come on. I mean, it's well, just, they go find the weak player. I know, I try. Whenever I try your strategy, that's when I pop out. It's not good. <laughs> oh, well. It's two of his I, strategies you know, like, working dude, against each other. God helps those who help themselves, Harley. I appreciate that, Sags. <laughs> uh, speaking of God helping themselves, what do you think about Bob Baffert and Justify, bro? Yeah, I done screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I, I didn't think – I'm not surprised that it won the Derby. Uh, I was surprised that it won the Preakness, so. Um Judging by how I ran, it was running kind of neck-to-neck with, I forget which horse it was, but uh, it pulled through, man, and then the Belmont pretty much has dominated that one. But, uh, yeah, Bob Baffert never betting against him whenever he has a top horse. Again, learn lessons. But, yes, I I messed up on that one, but this is the way I look at it. Um, how, do you ju- how do you justify Rand- it? Terrell Owens and Randy Moss, they're in the Hall of Fame now, but – 
used to take some plays off. They had some bad days, and they're still in the Hall of Fame. So I'm still Hall of Fame material. So you're equating T.O. and Randy Moss's NFL careers to your horse racing career, horse betting career? Very much so, yeah. I can see the parallels. Quite the parallel. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to look at you, you got to look at the positive in it, and that's the way I look at it. I mean, when <laughs> Sager collects his ticket, it's always straight cash, homie. Yep. And <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this is the first time that I was unable to place a bet, which sucked. But uh, and that's the problem with sucking is uh, the, the one thing that I would like to change here is that I would love to add some OTBs because. Think of the tracks you can bet. You can bet, obviously, the States. You can bet China tracks. You can bet Australia. You can bet fucking Dubai. All these great tracks are... I'm just right in the middle of them all. And they don't, and they don't allow betting on any sports? I mean, there's no... Too bad. I mean, I can do it online. I, just, I, I don't have my online account. I don't have Twistbuyer's account anymore. Um, but they do have a casino here, which is... Uh, it's a fucking huge-ass casino, uh, and it's ran by the Chinese. But uh, What's their minimums? Is it cheap or not? Or they gouge your ass? Uh, it's it's about average. They have... Uh, Which is how much? Kinda like, I'd probably uh, say it's about the same as Terra's. Uh, they have uh, most of the time oh. minimums $10. Most of the time minimums are $10, but they'll sometimes raise minimums to 15 Is that um, 10 yen? No, it's American dollars. They gamble in American? Yeah. How much uh, taste does Trump take off of that? Not sure. I haven't, I haven't figured out that information yet. ran by the Chinese. I would have thought the, the relations between Trump, Trump and China right now aren't good. And Sager being as close to he is to China, he's probably on the front lines. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, ever since Trump started throwing these tariffs on China... Uh, we've noticed that our Chinese tourism has gone down within this past month. Is that good for business good or business. bad for business? That's bad for business because uh, most of our uh, – we probably about uh, – say probably 50% of our tourists are Chinese and then uh, probably, uh, probably another 40% is Korean and then 10% is Japanese. I didn't count those percentages. Did he get to 100? Was that 90%? I didn't count it. 50, 40, 10? No. Yeah, that's 100%. Correct. Well, he's the numbers 10. guy. 50, 40, 10 is yeah. 100. So no, so no uh, fucking round eyes? No percent? <laughs> uh, very, very minimum percent. I guess I should have maybe left a 1% for the rest, but every no. once in a while we'll get a few Russian tourists. Um, Russian whores or Russian tourists? both <laughs> um but then we also have like uh thankfully uh off the coast of Saipan and the beautiful ocean about like four miles out every day there's uh, about six ships and there are uh, naval ships uh that are always stationed out here that are apparently ready for war at any minute in case north korea decides to screw with us so that so american ships come in every day and and come to your restaurants yeah, they go into the restaurants, go into the bars. I kind of wish that Bob was a part of the Navy so he could come hang out. Do they fuck all the women? Oh, man. You should see the night walkers that are out here at night. Street walkers, the little Chinese 
hookers that are out at night. They got some. They got some good looking hookers that are out at night. That this Sager, this is a great segue into a question from one of our viewers. We'll just call him Dan. You know, since in America you're a big fan of what? the rub and tug, and you're in the land where the rub and tug originated. How's that rub and tug situation over there? I'll tell you what, man. I'm sure that is absolutely phenomenal, but I've been a good boy. I haven't gotten one. What? That's not cheating. Hey, is that considered cheating and, and, in y'all's relationship? Is that well, in y'all's well, contract? And, and, and you know what? I, I was, I've been saying this to Chris for the longest time. I really don't think it is considered cheating because at the end of the day, you pay for a full body massage. So the way I look at it is the dingus is part of the body. So a little, a little jerk off is part of the massage. So I still think that is technically not cheating. I think there's a fine line there. Is it, what if she got a happy ending? Would that be cheating since there's, there's orifices being potentially entered? If she got caught cheating who, like the girlfriend? Yeah, like say a guy's giving her a massage and his finger gets caught in the, her park bench. Uh, yeah, because that's actually going inside. That's <laughs> penetration. That's not a. That's not a. That's not really a massage. It's, it's, <laughs> at the end of the day, the dingus is the muscle, or so, an organ, whatever the fuck it. Anyways, it's, it's so an is the giner. Part of the body. So is the giner. No, but, but sometimes you gotta enter. You gotta enter into the vagina. <laughs> Sometimes it's what if it's so just, I, what if it's clit only clit rubbing only no inside action. Well, oh. that's a different story. That's 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 once again the fine line. <laughs> so so for instance, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to go uh, get finger banged by some do massage guy, but I would hope that she would understand if I get jerked off for a full body massage. You would hope he would understand. No, no, I would hope that my girlfriend would understand. Oh. Because it's, an, it's it's a part of the body, and this is that fine line that I keep on. I'm an advocate of the rub and tug, a big time advocate. So I know to, to nobody's surprise. So since you haven't had one, let me just ask you this: price wise, are they similar in the states, or are they cheaper over there? Way cheaper. How do so, you how do you know and, if you haven't been there? Because I've gotten some massages here, just no rub and tugs. But uh, did they go so, for it? You go no 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 no. Yes, yes, they do. Uh, well, they always ask. And uh, how do they ask? So, for instance, I'm going I'm to tell you how many massage parlors there are out here. So, <laughs> one of so one of my stores, which uh, where my rest, which is where my office is, is yep. in um, it's in Garapan. Garapan is pretty much like the downtown Saipan. And anytime I go walking to say a rest, another restaurant that I want to go eat at. Especially at night, there will be about five different Chinese girls that'll stop me and say, Massage? <laughs> so always gotta look at them and say no. But that's what they say. They just they just walk up to you and say massage. Or for instance, right across the street from my store is a uh it's a karaoke bar, aka uh brothel. <laughs> and all these little whores are always outside in their heels and skirts and cut off cut off shirts and everything like that and whenever you walk outside they'll walk up to you and say looking for the lady <laughs> so craig needs to make a trip out here yeah i was about to say when you're saying you walk down the street and five girls stop you saying massage I, 
I would pay for a video of Craig, uh, all these girls coming up to Craig. Craig would love it. Okay. Well, he'll never listen to this, but well, uh, we'll tell him. Speaking of things you love, Jeremy, one of the things that you talked about in the last podcast you lamented about is you missed the feeling of firing somebody. Did you did, have you regained that feeling, dude? I'll tell you what, man. I've been working out for working here for about five months, I would say, and I have not had to fire a single person. What I have, uh, yeah. I mean, I have a bunch of Filipinos that work for me. Uh, they're called CW workers, which means they're contract workers, and uh, so they're here on contracts as well. But they are the hardest working. The most loyal people I've ever worked with, uh, way different than uh, New Orleans East. That's for damn sure. So in the same time period at Waffle House, how many people would you estimate you would have to terminate? Let's see. Uh, so I've been here for four to five months. Uh, back with Waffle House, I probably averaged about three to four firings per month. So... At this time, I would have had probably uh, between 12 to 15 fires under my belt. Now you got none. Bubkus. So, so you're not loving your job as much as you once did. Oh, no. I'm loving my job because uh, because the Filipinos call me Sir Jeremy. Yes, Sir Jeremy. So so they I lost the Jeremy son. They don't call you Jeremy son. They call you Sir the- Jeremy the the Japanese call me Jeremy San, <laughs> oh, oh, because that's a uh, it's a respect thing for for the Japanese cultures to add San at the end. So they always add San for if you're older than them or if you're their superior. What does the San stand for? Like Mister? Yeah, kind of like Mister, exactly. And and it's the same for women. They would say like uh, my girlfriend Denise. They would say like Denise San. So it stands for Mister or Mrs. Speaking of Mr. and Mrs., so uh, Chris is becoming a Mr. and Mrs. Fandle in December. Are you going to be able to make the trip, or are you uh, going to be staying uh, in p- the Pacific? No, I'm, go- I'm coming in for the wedding. I'm uh, flying in on December 5th, and I'm leaving on the 15th. Oh, well, 10 days before Christmas action. Exactly. So uh, I was actually thinking about flying in for the bachelor party, but uh, it would have been – it was a. It would have been, I think, twenty four hundred dollars for the flight to Panama City, and I would have spent about fifty hours in the air total for seventy two hours of fun. Fuck that. So it, it would have just been too much. Did you think about trying to convince Chris to have the bachelor por- party in Saipan? Ooh, nah. With all nah, those rubbing tugs. <laughs> it would be a prime place to have it, but it would have just been too much. Nobody would have came. Well, I mean, if they if we went into the rubbing tugs. You come and then you come again. It's like a yeah. nice park bench everywhere. So, so for instance, like going back to the rubbing tugs, you know, I'm a huge advocate. A normal massage in the States for rubbing tug was $60 just for the massage. And then you would have to tip about another 60 bucks. So you're looking at about 120 bucks to get a good rubbing tug. But here in Saipan, massages cost about $30. And if I had to guess, you'd probably have to tip about another 40 to get jerked off. So you're talking about a good ROI 
when you come here to get a rub and tug. Half the, the money you can save is phenomenal. Oh, it's a great ROI. So it's like almost $50 a visit. So if the cost of the plane is $2,000, how many rub and tugs would you have Ooh. to get in order to get there? I think it's 500 No, 400 No. I think it's 400 rub and tugs. That, that's the break-even point. So, you, so if you get 400 rub and tugs, you can save money by flying to Saipan. That's a lot of cum shots. Yeah, but that's also a lot. It's also a trip to Saipan too. Yeah, that's in the mm. Pacific. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to look at it that way. You got to look at the pros and cons, Al. But when it comes to rub and tug, there's really no cons in it. <laughs> it's all pros. Is prostitution legal there? No, it's illegal, but. <laughs> So there may be they, some they, they, ex-cons there. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some ex and, and they're all illegal immigrants. If Trump was here, he wouldn't be too happy. Yeah, but there's nothing to build a wall on. He'd be confused. Well, they built, there's, there's a reef that goes around the island, but that's about it. So, now, uh, speaking actually, of reefs. Some, oh, yeah, go for it, Jeremy. Well, you can go ahead with reefs. I was going no, off you, topic about something else. Well, I mean, I was going to, you know, kind of relate it. Since, you know, Louisiana's sportsman paradise, and I've been seeing a lot of rod and reel snaps from you, how's the, uh, how's the fishing and wildlife out there? You kill any illegal uh, endangered species yet or what? I don't think that they're endangered species, and if they are, then there's nobody here to check it. <laughs> um, the, uh, the fishing here is absolutely fucking phenomenal. So, for instance, if you fish in Louisiana and it's sportsman's paradise, if you want to go offshore fishing to try to catch some tuna or any kind of good offshore fish, it's about probably an hour and a half ride, uh, probably about an hour ride from Venice Marina down to some good blue water. But here in Saipan, I'm, I, I fish with my landlord, who my landlord has a 14-foot boat with a uh, 25 uh Yamaha on the back of it. Who, who fishes and with their landlord? Any, and, and, and if anybody knows anything about the boat I fish in, it's the same exact flat boat that I have. And we we ride, uh, we launch, and within 10 minutes, we are fishing in 1,000 feet of water. Damn. Yeah, but you're in a 14-foot so, boat. With all that weather, aren't exactly. you worried about getting a little uh, lost at sea? <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I've been out there twice with them when uh, – it gets a little screwy out there whenever you're at the bottom of a when you're at the trough of the wave and the wave is fucking higher than you and you can't even see the island. So, yeah, it gets a little uh, a little interesting out there. But I'm stupid. I'll do anything for a fucking fish. <laughs> do, do you have uh, yeah, spear fishing or anything out there? Or is it all just rod and reel? No, spear fishing is a huge thing here, which I haven't done yet. But uh, I for sure will do that here. But um. Actually, I think more people spearfish out here than rod and reel. See, I did that in Belize, and it was tons of fun. Caught me some lobster. It was, it was a good time. Nice. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm going to do that at some point here, some spearfishing. I'd be worried about more than the weather when he's three months behind rent with his landlord. You know, he'd just throw you over the boat and hasta la vista. Yeah, but he can't collect from a dead man. Yeah, the, 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 company, the company pays for my rent, so God it's all damn good. It. Ruin my the, this uh, is a yes and podcast, Jeremy. This is the what? This is a yes and podcast. So, yeah. So how, how did how did you in this landlord situation? You know, did he just ask you to go fishing one day? Like, how does this work? Yeah, I mean, well, I knew that he had a boat. And I knew that he's a big fisherman, and 
Um, so how'd you test the waters? You know, I, he just took me. Uh, I, I I said, hey Vince, I need to go to the bait shop to to the tackle shop to get some stuff. I don't know what to get here. If you can come with me, so we went to the tackle shop. He said, dude, we'll fucking go whenever. So he just invites me to go fishing with him, and I'm there. His name's Vince. Yeah. Is he a round eye too? No, he's a he's he's a brown person. <laughs> Which is uh, the locals here, Chamorro, which is kind of like an Indian, I guess you could say. Chamorro. And uh, it's, yeah, that's their, that's the native to here. They're Chamorro, and uh, so he's a brown guy, and he's cool. He's been living here his whole life. Do you have fishing permits, or everything's free for all? No, everything's free for all. So if you guys say say you come to visit here, you don't have to get a fishing license or anything there ain't no i don't know how chris turned down saipan as a bachelor party cheap rubbing togs and all you can fish a lot of snapper. and taxes and taxes here ridiculously cheap we're not worried about we're not ridiculously moving there. low and they got a casino yeah casino yeah sounds like paradise Cas- hookers everywhere hey, at night i forgot it's to mention this year guys it's 82 to 85 shit yeah I forgot Every to day. Uh, I forgot to mention when we were talking about shtick. Now, one of Saipan's greatest exports is their little league baseball team. Are right, have you yeah. fucking have you Benedict Arnold and become a Chamorro fan? No, I haven't been to to the games. I know that uh like a guy that I work with, uh his son is uh on the team and they just went to uh where they go? I think they just got done playing in a huge tournament in Korea recently. I don't know if they're going to – where's Little League World Series? Is it in Williamsburg or Williamsport? Williamsport. What is it? Come on. Williams, Williamsport. So I don't know if they're going there. I don't think they made it this Ooh. year. I think they lost to, like, Chinese Taipei, who always does fucking good in that shit. I think I was actually thinking of Taipei and not Hey, have you seen that clip of the fat kid called Big Al? He walks up and says, hey, I'm Big Al, and I hit dingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Fucking Chris. I saw that one. Chris said and then, this. Did you, did, yeah, go. Did you see the kid that said, they asked who your favorite athlete is, and he said, myself? <laughs> Chris sent me a, a text message of a screenshot. The guy, you know how they say, like, all this dumb shit, like you're saying, like, favorite food, favorite athlete. They asked the kid what his favorite actor was, and he said Johnny Sins. It's a porn. It's a male porn star. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Have you been teaching these pinoys and all that uh, American lingo? Like, do you say shit like "savage"? Uh, no, not really. Um, you keep it professional. I try to keep it as professional as possible. They uh. They do have uh, softball here, um, which uh, I've been in touch. I might start uh, in a league in, when is it? I think in November it starts. Yeah, but uh, how do you get the so good I, shtick down there? Just just Amazon. But if I do get on with the softball team, you better believe I'm going to be throwing these damn softball language at them. Does, uh, I'm going to teach these boys how to shtick now. What's What's Amazon Prime cost in Saipan. That's got to be, they can't guarantee. No, everything yeah. comes from China. It's no. closer. Mm. Yeah, and the, the problem is uh, not everything ships out here. So uh, s- sometimes it sucks. And plus, they uh, Amazon Prime doesn't really take an effect because they charge you for shipping when you uh, order stuff out here. But uh, it's pretty good. So, like, if I need something, I'll send it to my parents. 
and uh, my parents can ship it to me through USPS for, it depends on the size, obviously, but if it's something small, it only costs about five bucks to send it, because since it's a U.S. territory, oh. it uh, it doesn't really affect the price that much. Yeah, our taxpayer dollars are paying for your Saipan shtick. Thanks, Al. Well, I'm getting rubbing tugs. Well, I'm not getting rubbing tugs. I wish it was, but... <laughs> he almost got wow, caught dry snitching on himself. Tugs. Um, so something, something pretty wild here, too, is that... Um, have y'all heard of the Ring of Fire? Johnny Cash? Oh, you're talking about no. the Pacific Ring of Fire with all those volcanoes and shit they teach you about in school? Pacific Rim job? Correct. Correct. So, no, uh, I've never heard I of it. Live, I, I live in that, and there are apparently... So that means this is a... You know, big time area for volcanoes and earthquakes and shit like that. There are apparently about four earthquakes here per day, and uh, they're usually so small you can't feel it. But every once in a while you feel an earthquake, and the first time I felt it, I thought I had a case of Parkinson's because I was like, "What the fuck am I shaking for?" That's Tourette's. And then all of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> you know, that, that, that was possibly up there too. But then you hear the shit on the shelf shaking too. And first time I felt that, I was like, "Man, that's fucking weird." Do they have good but, architecture uh, stability? Yeah, everything here is made of uh, concrete because uh, about 15 years ago, a huge typhoon hit here and pretty much wiped out the island. I think they're called and, super typhoons. Uh, yeah, super typhoon, and uh, the super typhoon Sudalor. That was the name of it. And uh, and so they uh, built everything out of concrete. So everything's well made here. Nice. Take that. Mm -hmm. Take that, Haiti. Yeah, but it's Chinese concrete, so you know you never know what you got. Yeah, and the, the fucking Chinese here, man. The Chinese fucking suck. I got in a pretty bad car accident uh, three days ago. Uh, the, stereotype, the stereotype Chinese can't drive Yes this fucking Ching Chang Chong lady <laughs> In this big ass van decides to try to drive Across traffic Two lanes of traffic when I'm driving on one of the major Highways here in Saipan And I slam on the fucking brakes going 45 And it didn't work and Slammed to the side of her The fucking Ching Chang bitch Comes out there and starts yelling at me <laughs> And I'm sitting there like yelling at her, like, what the fuck are you yelling at me? What for? language is she have... yelling at you in? Chinese? In Chinese. So what I can't you... understand a word she's saying. She are can't you... understand a word I'm saying. Are you mimicking her the... back in fake Chinese saying ching chong? <laughs> no, but I should have. It's one of those things I've Next time. I should have like, I I called her a ching chang chong bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she fucking totaled my company car, and thankfully the police were uh, filling up at the gas station, which is right where I got in the wreck at, and so they were right there, and they saw the whole thing. I've heard in China, like, the Chinese people, they'll do something fucked up like this, you know, in your words, Ching Chang Chong bitch did to you, but the Chinese people will go to the police and lie to them in Chinese saying that, the round eye did something against them, and then the Chinese police will side with the Chinese guy, even though it's bullshit. So they don't do that in Saipan. Well, no, because the uh, the police here in Saipan are brown people, which are which are the Timorans. Neutral. Jimmy Cherries. The Jimmy Cherries. The Jimmy Cherries. But <laughs> the brown people here are technically U.S. citizens, so they're gonna round. They're gonna go with the uh, round eye 
which would be me. They know who pays the bills. They know Uncle Sam is paying the bills. All right. Well, that's good to know. Daddy Trump. And and plus, there is absolutely no possible way on this wreck was my fault. Fucking bitch was driving across traffic on the main highway. What are the signs and stuff on, like, the highways? Is it in English? What? Or is it in yeah, they're all in, Jimmy Cherry? They're all in English. Oh, okay. They're all in English. Yeah. That's convenient. Now, do you, back to if you join a softball team, you think they're going to let you have nicknames on the back of your jersey like they did when you were uh, in your shtick league? I don't care what they say. I'm going to have fucking scud muffin on the back of my fucking jersey. Are you? Because you could do so many much, so many better nicknames in Saipan, like Round Eye, of course. I, I, I should put brown person. <laughs> Honorary brown person. One of a, one. Of, since since you uh, allegedly have a big old hog on you, I just thought of a great one. Magnum PI. That's a good one. Well, I probably do have a, a much larger dance than the average Chinese man. Magnum round eye. Ooh. Magnum round eye. I like it. Now, another one uh, that would made me initially think of this question for you. What about American Godzilla? I don't want to scare away the Japanese. Come on now. They should be scared when you step up the plate. They go, oh, Jeremy-san. Oh, 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 Godzilla. <laughs> you what. could step up and you're walking from the fucking batter's box like Godzilla fucking stomps. Like Megazord. Come on, There's bro. There's not much more in this world that gets me more happy than whenever I get an email from a Japanese uh, client or or talk to a Japanese person. They call me Jeremy. That, that that makes me feel so happy about myself. It makes me feel powerful again. <laughs> or whenever the Filipinos call me Sir Jeremy. Like, what right. would you prefer to get, Harley? Jeremy son or Sir Jeremy? <laughs> I think I prefer Jeremy Son. Yeah, Jeremy Son. I, I, Sir Jeremy sounds like somebody's mocking you. No one mocks you with the Jeremy Son. But the Sir Jeremy, like that means at some point somebody put the the sword on his left and right shoulder and knighted his ass. If he gets a Sir Jeremy, like he's fucking royalty. Yeah, but Keith Oberman sirs Donald Trump, and he'd never been knighted. It's a different Sir. <laughs> They're both very good, and whenever whenever a Filipino calls me just Jeremy, I kind of think to myself, "Bitch, you better call me Sir Jeremy." I don't say that to him, but it's just the power move that I have in me that I feel. He better recognize call me Sir Jeremy. Yeah, do you realize you're talking to the white man? So I mean, how's your injuries from this car accident? Like you you taking this Ching Chong, uh, lady? Your words, not mine. To the cleaners with insurance, like you're gonna hire Chris, <laughs> you're gonna hire Chris to sue her ass. Ah, oh, my neck, my neck. Hire, I ain't gonna hire Chris. Chris will lose the lawsuit in the heartbeat. Facts. I mean, you gotta specialize so, in maritime law if you're in the island of Saipan. Yeah, it's all law, maritime law when you're on an island. Ooh. Should be on a no, it's not. Stick. Pretty much all it is is uh, thankfully the Chinese bitch had some uh, insurance, so. Uh, <laughs> Do we have any Chinese viewers? Yes, we have. We have several. We have one big Chinese viewer, and we have uh, you know a Eric? couple. A couple. Mi- no, he's a mixed, but he's he. Oh. You know he he'll listen. He'll very much appreciate that uh, accident story. We might have to isolate that as a teaser for the pod because that'll get that'll get some pop. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, all it is, thankfully she had insurance, so I just got to get the police report and then uh, file it, and that's going to be, that's pretty much the end of it. But you have to get a I got new car? A new vehicle. Yeah, I already got it. What kind of cars do they have on that island? Uh, mostly uh, Toyotas or um, Tucsons, just a bunch of Ching Chang Chong stuff. Tucsons? There ain't, there, yeah, there ain't, there, ain't, there ain't no, there ain't no Dodges or Ford out here, which is a damn shame. No trucks? Uh, I mean, there's some trucks. Actually, the trucks that are out here are Chevys, uh, but it's pretty much just the like the uh, construction people that have trucks here. Interesting. So, Jeremy, sucks, what's the TV situation over there? Uh, so the TV situation is a bit rough. <laughs> um, I mean, they have they have everything that you want, but the problem is, like, for instance, right now, if I want to put on ESP, it's what time there? It's six, so it's prime time over there. Yeah, the six so, is on. So like, so like nine o'clock, I would have to, which I do all the time. Usually the Yankees play at six p.m. Uh, Central Time, so I'll put on the Yankees game at about right now. But that's only when they play at night. So for instance, today they played at noon y'all's time, which is three a.m. here. Matchbox um, twenty. So that kind of sucks, but uh. Well, do you have DVR? Most... No, I don't have DVR, and I, I don't. Uh, I have cable, but I don't really watch all that much TV. Pretty much just Netflix and stuff like that, or I'll, I'll do a lot of uh, illegal streaming. So you haven't started watching the new hit reality show, Ms. and the Misses? Nah, man, I haven't watched. I haven't. Now, don't get me wrong. I do still have the WWE Network for a good low price, nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> But I haven't been watching. Uh, I haven't been watching that, and I don't normally watch WWE until uh, until uh, Royal Rumble season. So around February, I'll start watching again. So WWE's become a two-month sport. Pretty much, but that's the only time that you know, WWE numbers are down so bad right now. Trump just needs to take over. He should have won the damn battle of the billionaires years ago against Vince. <laughs> should. It's all fucking made up. It's, yeah, it it's might be rigged. Fake. It might be a little bit rigged. <laughs> Speaking of which, how come none of you fuckers went to WrestleMania? Because I was told you and your freckled compatriot were going to get us tickets. Yes, who was in, all that. Time out. And then you fucking pack up and leave to Saipan, leaving us high and dry for WrestleMania 33. So why didn't you get on the little freckled dick about it? I didn't really care that much at the time. I was busy. Talk about you don't care. There ain't not, there's not much more that I enjoyed from when we went to WrestleMania, I guess it was four years ago, than yelling at people on the streets and then almost getting into a fight with the beer boy. <laughs> that beer boy deserved a fucking grade A ass whooping. <laughs> beer we're paying, boy we're paying, sucked. We're paying out a fucking arm and an, we're paying an arm and an asshole to drink $9 Budweiser's to keep the fucking party train rolling during fucking four-hour WrestleMania. And this motherfucker has the attitude to take our money and not bring us some beer. He's lucky we didn't fucking curb stomp his ass. Well, not only that, but plus, all of us drink and we're watching fucking WrestleMania. My testosterone was fucking flowing. I was ready to punch him by the face. All had our and shirts off and the nosebleeds. I, I wanted to fucking choke slam his ass bad. What, did that happen at the WrestleMania we went to? Yeah. Well, the, why don't yeah. I remember that? 
You might have been in the bathroom peeing, or you might have fell asleep like wider. No, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Maybe it's because I was on the other end, and the Sager brothers were on the far side of me. Because we were like what eight deep or something. Well, the Sager, <laughs> yeah. the Sager boys were causing just as much destruction as the Dudley boys. Apparently, they spilled the beer down, and then lovely. Uh, young lady and her mom below us who were trying to enjoy a nice little WrestleMania 30. And when you guys all went to the bathroom, the lady turned around and asked me and my dad to please keep the crazy ones away from us and to try not to spill your beers. All right, man. And not only that, but then when that beer boy started acting like a bitch, me and my brother just started yelling at this guy, just fucking cursing at him and all this. You know, all that testosterone and alcohol, you're ready to fight someone and Poor little single mother and three kids in front of us that are wearing these little John C shirts are just sitting here watching us yell. So you had a wrestling lady. Shut up. Hey, I <laughs> won my John her. Cena bet and my Undertaker will lose to Lesnar bet that night. Good bets for Did me. You? Yeah. Oh, dude, good, good, good bet with uh, because wasn't Undertaker like minus. 1200 or just something ridiculous yeah yeah that was that's about the price it was like minus 1100 minus 1200 you yeah guys i think got i got it. plus then, 800 or something like that on the other but then side I, of I, I remember hearing somewhere that somehow it leaked and like right before the match happened the eye like dropped right like it was like take or minus 200 or something like that hey i put the i put the uh i put the juice on it that steam how much did you win off that bet do you remember I bet two dollars, so I think I won <laughs> twenty-two or something, or something like that. Hey, easy money. Shit. Good times. Speaking of your brother, is he gonna come visit you? They got a casino, and he's a professional gambler. They don't know him over there. He could go and take them, take the uh, Islanders for big money. I hope he will come. But I think he will. Um, I think he'll definitely. I mean, his his schedule's flexible. Uh, he, he could come, uh, he could come meet me kind of big time. I think he would, but, uh, I know my parents are going to be come visiting next year. Uh, Chris said him and Mallory are going to come visit, but I'm not holding my breath on that. I one. wouldn't hold your breath for uh, that. No, I'm not. Well, the, the problem with coming out here to visit is that you're looking at about, uh, probably $1,400 each for tickets. Uh, these flying out here is not cheap, but when you look at it, the, the, like, if anybody comes to visit, they got a few places to stay. We have a second bedroom here in the place. So, at the end of the day, it's really not that much more than a normal vacation. And, rub, and rubbing no, tugs are $50 off. Yeah, everything's a lot cheaper. And, sure. uh, I mean, you got you got to figure if you come visit here, say, for two weeks, imagine how much you'd be paying for a hotel. Oh, and, you know, if one of the viewers listening to this right now is not great friends with you, you can Airbnb it out to them for pretty cheap, right? <laughs> Vince will let you do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely split. The, I'd, I'd sell the other room. So if so, if Jimbo and uh, his boy want to come visit you, J Bone. Yeah, Jimbo and J Bone. If they want to come visit you, you know, they pay you about, you know, twenty five a night, and they go out and get all the rub and tugs their little danguses can desire, right? I'd sell it to them. I'd sell it to them for twenty five a night. That's stealing. That's stealing. You can't afford to turn that down. I'm going to turn you guys on to a little site that uh, one of my e-boys turned me on to. It's called Scott's Cheap Flights. They send you like an email 
or two. They probably send you like three emails a week or whenever the deals pop up of like super cheap international flights. <clears throat> I got a couple this week from flying from like New Orleans or other select airports to Spain for like $430 round trip. Damn. Yeah. And they have they have that here. So places that you can fly to for cheap from Saipan, because they have direct flights to South Korea, Seoul, South Korea, which uh, I think it's about $300 round trip, which I'm for sure going to go to at some point. I hear that South Korea is beautiful. Um, and then you can, like, fly to, I think it's, yeah, it's Hong Kong for about $400. Um, and then some other... Ching Chang places as well, bro. I'm not sure how much, but uh, yeah, man. But how you you've been to Australia, haven't you? Oh yeah, I've been there. Where did you fly into? Did you fly into Sydney or? Yeah, I flew else? into Sydney and then I went up to the Gold Coast. But I got jobbed on my plane ticket once again. This flight site, I saw a flight to Australia that was six hundred and seventy-five dollars. When the flight I bought, you know, was probably double that because I got jobbed. Ah, that sucks. But, I mean, was, was Australia worth it? Because I plan on doing Australia. Was it worth it? Yeah, dude, Australia's fun, man. Things are a little expensive there, though, especially depending on where you go. You better you better really cut back on the hoons because if you buy a pack there, it's like $22. And it's and it's got, like, the uh, the joke pack I bought had a uh, – a toe, uh, somebody with a toe tag on there, and they have like black heart, black lungs, and you know, fucked up teeth and shit on their packs of cigarettes because they don't want the fucking general populace buying them. That sucks. That's kind of got to buy one in defiance just because of that. But all the kids in the hostels well, roll their own. Well, you see, you got to play the game, and the game is like whenever I went to go visit uh, Kyle for stuff in Boston or. I, I went up to New Jersey about two years ago. I went up to Vermont. The, the way you got to do it is you got to buy a carton of cigarettes in Louisiana and then just take that with you. That's the way to play the game. That's for a fucking heavy smoker. And then while you're there, you sell it to the locals, $2 markup. They're coming out ahead. You're coming out ahead. Damn near pay for your vacation. Hey, man. All about, all about earning a dollar. So, uh, but yeah, some some places that I because I do plan on doing a lot of uh, traveling while I'm out here too because some places are somewhat short short flights compared to from the states, especially to Asia. Uh, but yeah, I plan on going to Korea and then in 2020, um, I think me and the girlfriend are going up to Tokyo for the uh, Summer Olympics. So oh. we'll be up there for for the Summer Olympics, which will be tight. Konnichiwa. And then. Uh, and then just a lot of Jeremy hey, showing up go. there. Good, good call with Kanishiwa. Do you know who the fuck I am? I am Jeremy San. Pretty much what I would say. I'd probably make people call me Jeremy San. Make them. We need to, Harley, we need to design our own like Saipan Sluggers softball shirt, have Jeremy San on the back of the jersey or something like that. I like this idea. We need to. I'll, I'll flesh this one yeah, out. We'll put that in the bag. I'll take the softball in this one and roll it. 
I tell you, whenever I move back to the states and whenever I get a boat or whenever I get back to my boat, I think I might call it Jeremy Son. Have you noticed so far? Jeremy is a big long-term planner here. He's talking. We're going to the Summer Olympics two years from now. I'm on a four-year contract. Yeah. Well, when you get a four-year contract and your significant other has a two-year player option, you have to make the plans to make sure she opts in. You don't want a Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Miami situation. <laughs> Is that a chicken? Yeah, yeah, was that a rooster? That 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 was a rooster in the background. What's the cockfighting culture in Saipan? Dude, actually pretty big. I haven't been yet, but I've heard that they're that's a real big deal here. You you claim you're degenerate and you haven't been to a cockfight yet. No, I haven't been to a cockfight. I need to go. So common thread here. Jeremy is a rub and tug connoisseur and has as allegedly has not been, and he also enjoys cockfights, but allegedly hasn't been. We we get you, Jeremy. And unfortunately, got a lot of stray dogs here too. I bet that Mike Vick would be in heaven out here. I bet they got a lot of dog fighting as well. That was another question I was going to ask you. I know it's popular or semi uh, a common thing in Korea. And other places in Asia. Have you tried dog yet? No, I haven't tried dog. But there's a Chinese place, uh, a Chinese restaurant here that got shut down for serving cat. <laughs> well, on, you said the on purpose or sneaking it in there? Oh, no, they were sneaking it in there. Um, How'd they get caught? Right across the street from the casino. Uh, somebody somebody uh, like took a picture of them cleaning the cat in the side alley. Gross. If you see something, say something. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. That's, that's called saving on a food cost right there. Yeah, but I mean, the, you said the karaoke bar offers cat. So, I don't know. Seems like a little bit of a hypocritical. There's no telling what some of these places sell. I try to not eat at too many of these uh Small Chinese restaurants. Actually, I haven't had a small Chinese restaurant. I haven't eaten that one yet, and I don't think I will. I was, well, I was about to say, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten since you've been there? Oh, actually, the weirdest thing I've eaten, which was at a work function. We had a uh, – it was at a sponsorship at the Hyatt Resort here, and they did all sorts of, like, different cuisines for you to try, and I had jellyfish. Jellyfish? What which... the fuck does that taste like? Did they fry that up? Put a little Tony's no, on it. Just, I don't exactly know what they do to it, but it was uh, it was interesting. It was exactly how you would uh, expect it to be, very uh, jelly-like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the best way to describe it. But well, yeah, that was uh, that was it. That was odd. Was it served with the sauce or anything? Like, well, yeah, how, the, how did they yeah, prepare there some, it? There's there's some kind of sauce on top of it. I can't. I have no idea what the hell it was. Um, it was in the Japanese cuisine section, so. Huh. I don't know. I guess it's it's a common thing with the Japs. So that was the weirdest thing you've eaten so far is jellyfish? Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. Sager, I got a couple of questions here from a, a Chris. Is uh, it a Chris with a K? Yeah, it's a Chris with a K. Uh, uh, this is going to be a bullshit question, then. He has, can't ever, first, off, first off, you can never trust a Chris with a K. Second off, you can never trust a Chris in the K that's going to change his last name to the girlfriend's name. And third, you can never trust a Chris with the K that's a fucking lawyer. 
Can't trust them. Well, the spot the lie. Yeah, <laughs> the Chris in this situation, I can confirm nor deny any of those. But one of his question is, is def- can you define for people since you live on an island? What is island time? Island time is whatever you make of it. Island time is waking up every single morning, thinking that. You, for instance, right now. It's 9.20 a.m. Island time, and I'm supposed to be at work right now, but I'm not. I'm sitting here doing the uh, doing this podcast. And he couldn't remember I, the I name of the podcast. I, I, I said, let's talk small podcast. Oh, yeah, podcast. nice plug. Who's hosting it today? You are. Who's the sponsor? Who, well, who's the sponsor? I mean, who's sponsoring today's show? Um... You know, we're look, we're looking for foreign advertising. You got any uh, any foreign advertising you can drum up for? Us? Since you're in, you're in the service industry, like you have to know some you, advertisers. You know, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'll throw out a sponsorship from Tony Roma's restaurant. That's in Saipan. Yeah, that's that's one of my restaurants. It sounds like an Italian joint, Tony Roma's. It sounds like it's run by fucking Big Tony. Tony Roma's is kind of a bigger it's kind of a big chain in the states it's a ribs and seafood place i know it sounded familiar yeah it's in the states so it's that's one the of my blog, tony romas it's a seafood and ribs place yeah <laughs> all the way from Anyways. america to saipan and back seafood and ribs get you some get you some boy all right. Anyways, island time is what you make of. Island time is you're supposed to be at work, but you're not. You're doing a podcast or, you know, I stepped outside a little while ago and I saw the ocean and uh, sat back and sat in the little chair, listened, heard cocks screaming in the background. And uh, what, you, Island time is whenever you're supposed What? You can see the water from your house? Yeah. This is a great deal, J-Bone. If you don't hop on this for $25... And crank hoons with Jeremy, son. You're fucking up. So, Jeremy, Chris had two more questions. One was, ask him, this is his words, slant-eyed blackjack. He says you say they got some weird rules. Yeah, so, uh, but I'm going to find out these rules. uh, They, I think, Al, I think I talked to you about them. They're kind of, but I've never seen them before, is the uh, surrender rule. They have that yeah, here. Yeah, they got surrender. They have that here yeah, in I've some never, casinos. I've never done the the uh, done the surrender. Surrender's um, pussy shit. Then, but but the biggest difference here I find is so you know the deal deal you deal players two cards and then they they only deal themselves one card and then they'll so for instance if they if the dealer shows an ace that's the only card that they have. Everybody will play their hand all the way through, and then the dealer will probably take their car. So no insurance? After everybody plays. No, they offer insurance, and I still always say can't afford it. <laughs> because that's what I always say when they offer insurance, say can't afford it. And uh, so then they don't take their hit until everybody else is done playing, which I find is really different. Um, yeah, because what if they get blackjack? Then you, it's pointless. Yes, but for instance, if like if I have an eleven and dealer show an ace, say I double down, and I hit a twenty-one, but then dealer flops a blackjack, I only lose half of my bet. Anytime you double your bet or split or anything like that, you only lose one of the bets. You shouldn't lose any of it. You should push. No, because dealer flops blackjack, which beats everything. Yeah, I guess you don't push one. Yeah, I guess you only push. I guess you're beat. right, but. 
Okay. I guess that's a yeah. I guess that's a plus. Now, for people who don't know what surrender is, it just means you can give up your hand and you surrender half of your money. So, like, if you have a 16 and the dealer showing a 10 or some good cards that you're probably going to lose on, you just surrender because the odds are the dealer is going to win. So you might as well lose as little money as possible. That's the concept behind that. And something that's really fucking aggravating about these ching ching players over here is that they really do not like hitting on a 13 or 15. They always fucking stay when you should take a goddamn hit. They're very superstitious. Yes, they're fucking weird. Uh, And they're fucking aggravating. That's another thing me and you were talking about is the Chinese slang for when they need cards to come up. Me and you were talking about when they need a 10 to go, picture, picture, picture. Or monkey, monkey. Monkey. Yeah, that means they want a tenor or, you know, a face card. Or a face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, heard them yell, yeah would... I've heard them yell snowman before. That's for an eight. I don't think I've heard, I don't think I've heard snowman yet. But me and Sager looked up what, it, what uh, you know, why they were, were yelling that. And apparently, like, back in the 1800s when gambling first came out, and, like, I guess it was Europe or wherever, they had, you know, pictures of monkeys on the cards. For those like, you know, king queen until they got, you know, royalty thing. So, all right, Sager, you ready for Chris's final question for you? It's going to be a little inappropriate, so you might not want to answer. But he asks, "Have you consummated your relationship after going seventeen thousand miles over there?" <laughs> seventeen thousand no. miles seems like a sh- oh seventeen thousand. That's way way too long. It's about eight thousand miles. Okay, well, I mean, it is Chris's math, so... Yeah, once again, another reason why you can't trust him. If, you lie, if, he's, if he's lying to you about miles, what else is he going to be lying about? Exactly. So so you definitely consummated, right? Love is bet- <laughs> but love is between a man and woman. It's always good using Chris's own fucking comeback <laughs> against him, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really is. Thank you, Chris, for those questions. We really do appreciate them. I, th- I think I'm I think I'm done with my questions. You got any questions for us, Jer? I think I'm good to go, guys. Y'all are uh, are y'all going to Chris's uh, bachelor party? I don't think Harley was invited. I was not. Really? Nah, me and Chris aren't as close now that he's in Slidell all the time, being a Fandle. First of all, he's not in Slidell. He's in Pearl River. Ooh. I take. I think it. I think it's technically Pearl River. <laughs> He's, he's close enough to where it's Pearl River. Well, Mississippi can gamble now, so it's better than it used to be. No, Pearl River, Louisiana. Pearl River, Louisiana. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Their main export but, is uh, rooms to go, shitty furniture. Uh, you're, are you going to be at the wedding, though? Yeah, I'll be at the wedding, Jeremy. Probably I'll see so. you there. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'm, I'm flying in on the 5th, so I'll be in for about 10 days. I'll see you all there. We should try to pull a behind-the-scenes, before-the-wedding, you know, running podcast diary of the events. What do you think about that? That'd be fun. Wait, I'm I'm assuming one of y'all are in the wedding? I'm not in the wedding. Are you in the wedding, Jeremy? Well, no, so he's not doing a, uh, they're not doing like a groomsmaid and bridesmaid thing. Uh, Why? Because Chris has has 50 friends and she has none? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that, yeah. So uh, he's pretty much just having like a bunch of friends, I guess, just 
sit around or something like that. I don't fucking know. Sit around. Power, power hour. <coughs> Ooh. Ooh, a pre-wedding power hour with all the songs they should play at the wedding, but they're going to play fucking Cupid Shuffle. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I can't wait for them to for them to finally enter the uh, actual reception. And the first words they say is, we would like to introduce Mrs. and Mr. Mallory Fandle. <laughs> that would be great. You, you think they're going to ride away in a cop car? <laughs> Either the cop car or UJ's 18-wheeler. I think you, I think you come in the 18-wheeler leaving the cop car. How about, yeah, I, I like the cop car escort in the 18-wheeler. You can have that. And they're going to say at a, mot- at, a hot- at a motel in <laughs> 6 that night. <laughs> if, if she's lucky. If she's lucky. They're going to stay at Chris's parents' house. <laughs> Probably so. They're, they're so. going to stay at the Hampton Inn that by the Chinese buffet. Where mm-hmm. it used that's, to be. Way too, that's, that's way too fancy. <laughs> I heard the reception. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate Go ahead. Oh, Island time has ended. Sager, thanks for being on the podcast with us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and like you said last time we talked, I'm glad you're. I'm glad we're talking now because you tell you show me that the future is possible. The future is possible. The future is real. Tomorrow will and come. Future, the, tomorrow will come for you guys. The sun will rise. Hopefully. If Jer- not, then there's some big problems. Jeremy, he is risen, son. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, thank you. All right. If uh, if your employer gets on your ass about being late, you know, we can write you a, a you know, six slip. Well, I'm going to tell him you're not going to get onto my ass. I'm the, I'm the face who runs the place. Oh. <laughs> Flex on him. Tommy Ramas. Tony Ramas. <laughs> Tony Ramas. <laughs> <laughs> Where we fumble the Tommy dishes. Ramas. All right, Jeremy, thanks for joining us. And All right, uh, guys. we'll see you live in December. Sounds good. Later. Later.